We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way, and I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are three years, six months, and 16 days. In 14 days, to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Emerson alongside Ned. How are you, Mr. Wizard? I'm fine. It's fine. That was an enjoyable little chat before we uh, kicked off. Yes, we had, a, we, had a, we had a pretty good prep session, didn't we? That turned yeah, that into a, nice. an interesting conversation. Yeah, no, that's all, that's all good. Um, yeah, there's loads of things to talk about without going mad. I don't know where to start. Well, before you start, I have to do my my usual, you know, get into the, the routine thing. And I did not turn my notifications for my phone off. I need to do that now. But before we get started, you know, I would like to remind everybody that we took a big risk when we started all this. And we're not backed by fake corporate dollars that push fake agendas that make everyone hate each other. So if you're interested in supporting the work that we do, we do offer additional features with our now active subscription service. Benefits include access to our instant messaging service for direct communication to us, along with early access to up coming and sometimes unpublished podcast such as this one as well as exclusive access to our behind the scenes uncensored prep sessions which Ned and I just had where we talk about things that sometimes don't make it to the final product that you're hearing now which will not most likely because we were talking about things in there and we both said yeah that's not going to make it I forgot about that actually telling you the truth yeah Oh, it'll be yeah. interesting to see, get some feedback from the prep sessions because, I mean, Indeed. it's just honest speaking, just down to earth, see how it is, uh -huh. how we feel. Uh -huh. yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's good. So if you want to take part in this fight with us, if you want to support a team that's willing to do the real research and not give you fake nonsense for talking points, if you want to say screw you to the mainstream media, such as BBC, Sky News, CNN, Fox News, and MSNBC, then the link is in the program description down below where you can click it and you can come on board with us and you can take advantage of these benefits that we're offering to you. And by doing so, you will support our work and our research that goes along with that work. And together we can take the fight to the doorstep to these frauds that are on the television, in the newspapers, and the talking heads that are on the international stage, like Bill Gates, which I'm sure he will come up today at some point. In fact, I know he will. For less than the yeah. price of a cup yeah. <laughs> for less than the price of a cup of coffee per month, together we can take action as subscriptions start at just five dollars per month. Okay. Where would you like to start? Um I'll tell you where I'll start. I'll start with this 78th annual UN General Assembly. What you already don't have my attention because I don't like those people, but I'm sure you have I'm something. Pain in your ass. Yeah, I'm sure you have something I really mean, good on you, it. So. You had, I mean, they they threw everybody out there. There was, I did, I couldn't, I couldn't, I really couldn't. I got um watched a bit, watched a couple of it just to sample what the Islanders were saying because Samoa 
I think, was very cynical. And bless her, she was out there and she was saying, um, basically, really, to survive, they had to really toe the line, you know. That's the idea I've got from her, from what she came up to speak with. It sounded very cynical, but honest. And then you got, she was closely followed by St. Kitts and Nevis. And my God, if he wasn't waving a UN flag out of his ass, I don't know what he must have been doing. He just got up there and he really did go, you know, seven pillars of food security and energy, trans green energy. Trans he threw the whole green energy shite, you know, and he just went, oh, my God, leave no. And then he used that line, leave no one behind, which I haven't heard for ages since George Bush. The Who said that about vaccination. Leave nobody behind. We're going to vaccinate the world. And I went, ow. George you know, Bush said the same thing about education. This is why we don't fail anyone anymore. I mean, it was just that. Then, then I had to switch off for a while. I went, oh, cynicism. I can handle. That was very politically nicely put. Bang. This person came out to totally tip it. The other git, <laughs> which I had to, I had to watch her come out because she was our traitorous Kofi from the UK. And she's a horrible piece of work. I don't know whether she's a miss or a missus. Is it Teresa Kofi? But the T stands I'm as far as I'm concerned, not uh -huh. for Teresa, but for traitor. That's traitor, yeah. Said, in, in the UK. But I mean, she's had, she's been in UK politics for so long, yeah. I remember so many things about her where she came up with such things as the cost of living crisis. And she literally said things like, people struggling to afford their food bills should just consider getting another job. <laughs> well, how thoughtful of her. How thoughtful. Um, excuse me, uh, Ms., when's the last time you shopped for groceries, I, I have to ask? Well, you mean somebody got it for her? And then, of course, and that's how they live. Yeah, oh, no, 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 no. I've been, um, oh, dear God. What was the other thing that I amused myself with? And I had to dig out, and I, I don't know whether you could or not, but the people wouldn't be able to see this. But there was somebody who took a photograph of her, and she had the fattest cigar in her mouth and a glass of wine in the other hand. Yeah. And that's the thing that gets I mean, me about these people is they sit there and they criticize and tell you that you're going to have basically nothing. And then they sit there and they flaunt their little lavish lifestyles and they live like pigs. That's what really uh, pisses she, me she off. She did not look very nice at no, all. No, of course not. I don't know. She said she might not be the best model, but, you know, and then she you came. You think? <laughs> Depends what you wanted to model. <laughs> I don't think she can model you what, anything. I tell, you, for a, I tell you what. Yeah. I, I tell you what. That, this, I reckon her existence taught camels why to spit. <laughs> That's a very good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> they would just turn and move away. She's just a horrible person. And she has spent a she has spent her whole career, like several of them, just being a puppet and standing up there and saying, I don't I really don't know how they don't feel sick afterwards. They do not care for the people. They are just a puppet. And once again that was the end of it. That was the end of it for me. The UN General Assembly, 78, was the accepted farce that I expected. And yeah, mouthpiece after mouthpiece after mouthpiece. But there was one country that I nearly cheered for. Who do you think said something like this? The days when a few nations set the agenda is over, but they are still trying. Rule makers... Do not subjugate rule takers. Economic markets, food, energy, 
putting pressure under all these, right? Political convenience to push territory, you know, no integrity, pressure on internal affairs when all these should belong to the independent nations. Who do you think stood up and shoved that out at the lot of them? Uh, well, I'm going to go with uh, probably China or North Korea. It was actually India that told them. India? India said, you should back off. Well, okay. I mean, I, I can, I, again, you know, I, I understand their standpoint, you know, geographically from where they are, they have to kind of, that you know, they're kind of on their own because... <laughs> yeah, you but know, I tell you what, I tell you what, they stood up there after hearing all that crap and went, this isn't good, you know? The nations should be, you know, not having all this pressure from these economic pressures from these outside sources or whatever for political means and everything else. Yeah, well, to India's I totally credit, agree. Yeah, to India's credit, they are trying to stand up and do it themselves. You know, I'll give them that. They they are at least they're they're trying. Um, but they're actually I read I read something about them today. They are getting ready to do some. I want to say it's uh, aerial uh, war games or something like that. You know, their their air force or whatever it is. They I can't I don't know the actual name for. They it. want to set up their own proper defense or something yeah. else to supply. Yeah, it. they and really want to be independent. Yeah, and they've they they kind of sent a little memo over to the Chinese and said, yeah, we. We might be coming pretty close to your airspace. You might just want to leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, uh, I'll tell you what, it was it was good to hear. But to actually be able to stand up in that forum of bullshit and actually say it, I went, whoa, that's a breath of fresh air. Why do we even have it? Why do we even have this this charade? That, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not criticizing well, the UN. Yes. Well, you, you, you know, you the, know the, these no, conferences. The, the UN, the WHO, the WF, it's all interlinked. That's that ridiculous. three-headed hydra needs beheading. Yeah, it's got to go. I'm tired of these people. It has to really go. The, U, yeah. the UN has, has been used to push this climate agenda, and as long as those three things work in tandem with each other, we have a serious problem. Well, on top of that, you've got North Korea on the executive board of the World Health Organization now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Really? There is another thing out there. Remember, um, India's spoken out against that Canadian git, and I'm so glad because he tried to use that um, assassination of that Sikh um, separatist. Yes. And blame India, and he expected the rest of the five eyes to stand up with him. Yes, I, I did hear uh, something rather interesting on that one. So on. Trudeau, he was in India, right? And then he flew back. Yes, he did. Supposedly, I haven't seen confirmation of this yet, but supposedly there were some illegal drugs on the plane for an on the plane party. Supposedly. Well, that wouldn't surprise me. Would not surprise me either, but... No, that yeah. wouldn't surprise me at all. But he stood up and gobbed off and India went, don't bother coming back unless you want to speak truth. We've sent you all the papers you've asked for. And then he went, yeah, 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 yeah. And obviously, he's been told to yeah, 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 to try and put pressure internationally on India. And they've gone, go away. And also, he expected the Five Eyes to stand up. And for those people that don't know who the Five Eyes are, that's Australia, New Zealand, USA, UK, and Canada. Yeah, and that comes from why people say what what's the five eyes been? Because it used to be like, you know, for your eyes only documents and it used to be between the five nations, five eyes, and that's the sort of thing that it came from. And the UK has gone mm. blase, we're not commenting on that. New Zealand hasn't stood up, Australia definitely hasn't stood up, 
I think the American ambassador eventually might have said something in a talk, but he's on his own. He's fluffing it and he needs to go because he is such an idiot. He is. Canada needs to get rid of him. Uh, Trudeau, yeah, he's got to go. And and you got you can't just you can't just get rid of him. You've got to get rid of his deputy too. You got to get rid of Freeland because she'll take Freeland. his place. Yeah, no, Freeland will have to be shoved yeah. right out that window. You've, you've got to. You've got I to sweep think them both actually, out. actually, looking at her, I reckon she's on the verge of a nervous breakdown. That she can't be. be that far off of it. That could be. Yeah. In fact, she might be. Was she on the airplane? She <laughs> <laughs> could have been. She could have been. Uh, she could have been going through some withdrawal there. But um, oh, oh, what is it? What did I ask you the other, the last time I was on? Canada passports, the printed images. You know, you know. I said, like, I wonder what the printed images are on there. You know, on a country's money, on a country's passports, we usually have something pertaining to our history or what we stand for and stuff like uh -huh. that. Well. Yeah. I did look at the Canadian passports because somebody was taking them mick out of how fluffy it's gone. And it is. It's all about nature and kids playing and stuff like this. What? Images of kids, bears, birds, <laughs> and stuff like that me. on the Canadian passports, on the, on the pages and things like that. I'm giving it, really? <laughs> really? A bunch of nonsense. You know, I've actually got my passport right here, and I think we've got, like... Pictures of like George Washington and some of the battles and, and not yeah, Canada, like, not Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You've got you got three kids yeah, that look like they're in their swimming trunks, ready to go oh, jump into ridiculous. a pool. There's a couple yeah, of bears yeah. on another page. Yeah, you there's see, some, Liberty Bell some birds. Yeah, I know. It's supposed the to be the We've got the space program in there. Yeah, that's so. your identity. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so Canada is full of fluffy bunnies now. <laughs> yeah, most of them are in Parliament. <laughs> And I wondered why somebody was taking the mick, and I couldn't believe it. Then I went and had a look, and I went, whoa, man. <laughs> yeah, that's very sweet. But, uh, what? Yeah, yeah, okay, you've got, everybody's got children. And, yes, everybody's got birds in the world. And, yes, you've got some bears, but where's your country's identity? That idiot is there to erode their country's identity, and he's doing 100%. it. And yeah, they 100%. need to get rid of him. He is not the country's identity, he does not re represent what that country could be, has been, and whatever else. In fact, has been is what he needs to be. I'm, I'm curious. It's, it is still part of the Commonwealth. Can you guys not go in there and kind of lay the law down if you have to? What? Charles III? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's just yeah. as loony, I guess. I can't. You can't rely on him for anything. How dare you talk about our king? <laughs> yes, how, how dare I talk about sausage fingers like that? I'm sorry. Is that what you call him? Joe Geard or sausage fingers. It depends on how oh, I feel that day. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I lost it after that banquet last week with Macron <laughs> in the Palace of Versailles. That was that what? I'll tell you what. That aircraft, <laughs> that aircraft needs oh, that Russian table one. for a runway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> it might not have crashed then. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's something that it's something that Johnny showed me about um, an aircraft landing in Africa, and it was um, yes, full of um, well. Johnny can explain it, but it was, yeah, it needed a table. That that table was longer than the runway it landed on yeah. by the look of it. Yeah, it yeah. certainly was. Yeah. But uh, no, no, I, 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 I that's, that's me with, that's me done with um, Canada. Uh, you did mention something earlier on about Australia, didn't you? 
our blessed man I from did, Victoria. Yes. Mr. Dan Andrews, yeah, Victoria Mr. Dan Premier Andrews, Dan Andrews yeah. has resigned, not yes, just I as know. Premier. You know, it's a, it's a shame you hate to see him go. Yeah, well, I would just... This guy, oh, my goodness. I would have just so, sort of said, excuse me, and just stamped WF nutcase on him and sent yeah, him out the room. Yeah, I would have packaged him up and sent him out to Beijing where he belongs. It's, he's, he's um, oh, man, I mean, the harm. Put it this way, right? In Australia, they've got a constitution, haven't they? Which is, I think, I think the people were shouting it, and they were saying S one one four, and basically it is. It says he's violated S one one four, which is the raising a military force to deploy against the citizens of Victoria that opposed his policies, which he did. He actually did send against his own people. And that was, he did, I mean, yeah. it has some of the harshest lockdowns in the world, yeah, in Victoria. Yeah, but, he, but he wrecked they, those they, they, some people have actually put in the stuff out there which they recorded and stuff like that. And the police, I mean, were literally forcing because they weren't masks, they weren't masked, they didn't want to wear a mask. So you'd see them literally physically choking, dragging, and you're giving it really because you're not masked up. And it, he, but it doesn't just stop there, does it? If anybody was going to do anything, if anybody thought they want, needed to make an example of people like that, they would do. But he's just moved out. And you say, you know, whether he's gone, and you said, well, did he go to Beijing and as many like that? But after the physical violence about that, the pepper sprays, everything else, and you said shutdowns, yeah? Well, they did. He closed the churches. Yeah. He stopped the weddings. He roped off play playgrounds, banned gatherings. The list is just da, 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 the endless COVID stuff. But he goes, and you know something he did within the last few months before he went? What did he sign that was illegal? Three and a half percent pay rise. So basically, of course, he gives a pay, gives himself a pay raise, and then he leaves. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what he basically he was on four hundred and eighty-one thousand dollars that's more okay hold on a second that's annually that's what he said his salary yeah was? that's australian dollars remember australian which well, yeah but different. which it is a bit different but it's not too much that's equivalent to the president of the united states and what they so get he gave he gave himself a sixteen thousand dollar pay rise oh for god's sake <laughs> and the, well, he and, bankrupted and the, all those businesses and, no, and the, the thing is about five years before, if you go back and you think, well, what what also does he fit into? Because he's been around for so long, yeah? And this is what gets me. This this has got to be so prepared that he fitted into, uh, historically, MPs that were elected before 2014, right? Has given him millions in pension funds. And he's just I did hear. I it. did hear about the pension fund thing. They they actually that was a scandal that was brought up down there, and I do remember hearing about it. Yeah, uh, but yeah. It, so, it got swept under the rug pretty quickly. Yeah, and the thing is, when you look back on it, you think, well, hang on, someone put a date on this, so that means everyone these politicians you've got to get cynical about this the politicians that are in house and giving this support to all this bad crap they're going to move on because they've got all this ready for them and then they're going to have faces to replace the faces got to well, get got cynical of, about this yeah yeah they got rid of ardern and they put hipkins in there and that guy's just as bad he's just horrible horrible yeah. little man he's just uh, he's 
He is a horrible little man. I remember when you showed me something about, I mean, back to that Git Trudeau with all this food industry threats that he made, remember? You showed me... All uh, the grocery stores, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and th that we're going to enforce this on them and whatever and blaming them. And then you were talking about crime earlier on. So you've got, you take Chicago, Walmart's moved at least four stores out of there, haven't they? They've shut stores. Yes, they've moved a number of stores. I don't know the exact number, but yeah. Whole Foods stores are closed as well. Whole Foods, the Whole yeah. Foods ones, yeah, they've yeah. gone. And what's the answer? The government says it's going to run food stores now. Yeah. Your government says it's going to. So is this a manipulation of shut down whatever, and then they're going to do? It's 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 horrible. So the people won't have a choice what they're entitled to because the government would tell them you're entitled to this and this only, and who they're going to give it to? Those that actually support it'll, it'll the be government the, it's yes, funny it'll how be those it's funny how the they're creating all these crisis points that if you're good we'll feed you that's all coming up before an election and everything else like that all these little pressure buttons that they can apply pressure to big large clumps of the population well if you support us we'll give you an extra loaf of bread We'll make sure you get fed. This looks bread and like circuses. a real... Yeah. Bread and circuses, my friend. Bread and peace. Yeah. But I mean, uh, if, if you actually look into what's actually the reported thefts in a, a place like... There was 54,000 of them last year, just thefts reported. I'm, I'm surprised that that's all it was, to be fair. Reported. Reported, yes. Yeah. There was eight to 9,000 um, retail thefts. And out of all of that, out of that 54,000 initial one, there were 4% arrests. Mm -hmm. Actually, I have, I tell you what, I have a, um, I have a clip. You, you continue on there. I will dig it out here in just a second. I have a clip of the current mayor of Chicago on the looting, but I'll get that in just a second. Uh, even ahead. on the retail thefts, yes. which you think, yep. Yep. you'd think there'd be other arrests. There's only 17% of them arrested as well. Well, he's going I mean, to explain why that is. Yeah, he's going to explain why that is. And he'll clear all that up. But give me just a second. Let me dig that out. But continue on. And that's only one of your cities. Just to sample what's been going on, Philadelphia, that's that's in a pickle. That's yes, in a we right actually, mess. Yeah, we talked about Philly. As a matter of fact, I've got a, uh, I got a news report here of, uh, of the aftermath of Philly, uh, and I'm happy to play that. I want to play the Chicago mayor first on <laughs> the looting, and then I'll play the, uh, the Philly report uh, right after that. So... Uh, here we go. Stand. This is the yeah. This is the mayor of Chicago. Yeah, not appropriate. We're not talking about mob actions. I didn't say that. What, what I, okay, what I'm. Hold on a second. Okay, respectfully. These large gatherings. Large gatherings. These large gatherings. Just hold on a second, y'all. I promise you, we have time to talk. It's important that we speak of these dynamics in an appropriate way. This is not to obfuscate what is actually taking place. This was the scene near Roosevelt and Canal Sunday night. Groups looted a convenience store. More than three dozen teenagers were arrested, along with a 12-year-old and at least one 20-year-old. Store owners say it was the second such incident in that area in just the past few weeks. And today, Mayor Johnson commended Chicago police for the way they handled it. To the best of their ability, I believe that they attempted to engage with our young people, with community partners, giving as much warning as they possibly could. And, you know, unfortunately, arrests, you know, were made. Unfortunately, arrests were made. Mm -hmm. You talk about downplaying. So, unfortunately, if you commit a crime, the problem is he speaks to, they're all adults there, but he speaks to them as if 
you know, we've never been children. We've never mm-hmm. done anything wrong. You never learn from what you've done wrong. If you do not actually instill into your children the proper way, you don't have to beat it into them. You just have to bring them up the right way and tell them the rights and wrongs. They are just going to get out of control. And when you get away with something, some of them will learn from it, but the majority won't. And you will get a generation of chaos. And these kids, if they get into gangs and everything else, they're going to die. And that's on that mayor's slate. This is what you're not doing. You have got to bring them in. Stop this. How can he actually condone those stores, the robbing, the looting? This isn't what the streets are meant to be like. It's interesting why somebody should have stood up and said to him, have you got kids? And if one of those that was arrested was your kid, what would you say to them? And what would you expect the state and how to deal with them? And then it'd be interesting to hear what he said. And then if he then said, well, I expect him to let them go and everything, you know exactly where he stands. Yeah, well, I think we know exactly where he stands anyway. But he deliberately tried to shut those reporters down. You could tell that some of them, the audio might have been a little muffled, but they were trying to ask him some legitimate questions. And he was saying, no, 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 wait, 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 let, let me talk first and let me tell you what's going on. And then you can ask me the questions based on what I tell you. Yeah, but this is it. They, well, I'm surprised that anyone within the media has got the strength anymore to actually stand up and ask a decent yeah, well, question. There's that too. Anyway, this is the report from CBS News in Philadelphia on the aftermath of the other night. Communities and business owners are on edge after looters rampage through stores, forcing many of them to shut down, at least for now. I'm a fighter. I'm positive. I'm not going to let this bring me down at all. Now business owners are trying to move forward, and the city is promising to help. Good evening, everyone. I'm Yuki Washington. I'm Jessica Cartalia. The mayor says that he wants the people responsible for the chaos prosecuted. All Philadelphia fine wine and good spirit stores have closed, and more police will be patrolling through the weekend. CBS Philadelphia's Nikki Dementory talked with some small business owners who are impacted. Across the city overnight, from Center City to the Northeast, stores, including JD Sports at the Roosevelt Mall, were ransacked and looted in North Philly. It's a bit disappointing, you know? This is the third time we got looted. It happened to Patriot Pharmacy once again. While the front was cleared out, the owner says the safe where narcotics are stored was not taken. The North 22nd Street Business Association says another pharmacy was also looted. I understand that everything's rough out here and that, you know, the nature of affairs right now is not particularly great. I just wish that people would realize that we were actually trying to serve the community and, you know, maybe just let it go. There's a uh, broken glass everywhere. All the hat racks and shelves are empty. Art History 101 owner Jay Pross grew up in Mayfair, so running a business here was only natural. To see this, he says, was confusing and well saddening. I don't judge anybody, and I, I still wish them the best, even though that this happened. But you will never get any positive results out of the negative mindset and the negative actions. Cross says this rock was used to break the glass to get in. Surveillance cameras around the store, he says, shows about 10 people running in and out with handfuls of merchandise. They even stole the cash register. When there's no consequences to your actions, it's just going to continue to happen. Right now, there's no price tag on just how much was taken, but Pross says it comes during the busiest time of year. It was neighbors in the community, he says, who called to let him know what was happening last night. We are authentic Philly. 
and Philly will always have art histories back. So I have already got a ton of phone calls, a ton of messages. In Pross's words, everyone's willing to help. And for that, well, he's thankful. Nikki Dementry, CBS News, Philadelphia. I think the gentleman there said it the best. If you have people that are not being held accountable for their actions, then this is just going to continue. Yeah, and the kids will not have any positive or real standards. And they'll be picked up by the worst people because they won't. They won't have the right positiveness to go through their education. They'll think life is easy and they can take what they want. They'll grow up thinking they're entitled and they can take from others with no consequences. And that's a dark hole you're going down, people. It's not good. I mean, every parent that actually sees their child actually trying to get on in life and work hard at it because it ain't easy. And yeah, you get thankful for it. Because, I mean, that's good feedback. You don't expect anything back from them, but it's you, you take it and you feel good when you see them achieving. And that is not achieving, I'm afraid. And uh, it, it's sad. It, it, it's quite pitiful because people are giving them the ideas and behind them. And, and they're just picking up on all these YouTubers, TikTokers, all these idiots that just you know want what? a bit of fame and everything and it's fame for two for something and they're using you people they're getting you to mob out there and they're using you i saw the most ridiculous thing a couple of weeks ago it was a football match and and when i say football i mean like actual english football soccer as the americans call it i saw an actual football soccer the other day he did i was was actually surprised (laughs) yeah Uh, but an actual football match and it was held in wembley right The stadium seats 60,000. The players were nothing but YouTube influencers. YouTube, uh, uh, Facebook, and and Instagram influencers. Those were the players. They sold the stadium out within a day. Mm -hmm. Sad, isn't it? Yeah. And here's the worst part. They're throwing money at these people. I mean, hundreds of pounds while the game's going on. It's 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 sad. It, I'm it's, I'm so confused at well, this. We're, no, we're paying I mean, stupidity. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. My child is now doing her A levels, and she's gone through school and whatever. But when she was younger and there, she'd look at YouTube and she'd come up with this. Well, it'd be nice to be a YouTuber. I mean, look at this doing this, whatever. And I went, this is not a two second thing. When you get all these people that have their family lives on there or whatever, this is a full time thing. And they're just out there opening their lives up or they're actually pretending or whatever. And they're putting it in front of people and people are sucking it up. I would rather you were independent and found your own because it's like footballers. You mentioned soccer and that. Not every kid makes it. No. In fact, for everyone that makes it, there's a thousand that either burn out or are burnt out or fall by the wayside. It's the same celebrity is for minutes it's for short periods of time and then when you get yourself within that culture you then have to abide by what you are told to do your lines become stricter you will lose your identity for money and that is never worth it because when you lose your own identity you don't know who you are that has its own psychological downside but you know people want that short bit of what they think is fame personally the best fame you can have is just doing the right thing. Yeah. And not needing. You have strength when you don't need somebody to give you praise when you know you're doing the right thing. If you look for that praise, 
you've got an ulterior motive to start with. You know, to your point there, Bruce and I were talking uh, privately a couple of nights ago, and I told him a situation that we're dealing with here, and I, I can fill you in on it behind the scenes. But as we were discussing it, he looked at me, you know, I, I told him what had gone on, and he looked at me and he says, you know what? He says, I don't care. He says, we're doing the right thing. Not exactly. Yeah. He says, the recognition of it, be damned. We're doing the right thing. He says, well, that's that all that matters. Idea. That was, that was the yeah. idea of the platform. Even when you, yeah. you, you first spoke to me, I said, just get the information out there. Let yeah. the people have the choice. We present it to them. Yes, we will have opinions. But because we have opinions, it doesn't matter. You can form your own opinions, people. You don't have to come in line with us. The idea is to put this out to you so you can choose so you can have choice of ideas. Whether you, like I've always said, whether you believe me or not, look it up, right? So you believe me, look it up. Don't believe me, look it up. It doesn't matter. But as long as it actually moves you in the motion of deciding for yourself or looking into things yourself, then if you do that, you can speak to others. And then if they want to do it, it just forms a bigger, bigger circle of whatever truth comes out of it. There'll be different truths but it might open conversations and debate and that can only be a good thing but you know you can just keep trying until they shut it down digitally <laughs> well you know that's coming right i mean that's that is coming and to that point uh, somebody actually took one of our episodes just one of our random episodes and put it up on their youtube channel we were banned within an hour seriously yep <laughs> within an hour we were shut down that's a, i mean uh, well that's just a reflection on the they world. cited oh you're gonna love this they i think you were on that episode they cited medical misinformation oh really really <laughs> yeah really yeah this is not up in myself but you've never presented a false point on no. anything you've presented here and never. and even it's information and it's all out there and it's all available even to the point where they say you you know when you get older you can you, you don't want to learn anymore i am getting on in years i have a daughter that's going to college she is learning a level chemistry a level biology an A-level environmental studies. She needs somebody to revise with me, right? So I go and I am self-teaching myself what is out there now. Not that the subject is different or I didn't learn it or I don't know it, but you have to learn what platform they're learning from because they have to have specific ways. And it's very interesting fact that I can actually look into the chemistry, into the biology, and into the environmental sciences of how they're being taught and what they're being taught. And I find it fascinating. And yeah, it, it's great because she's had, she's been there just a few weeks and she's had an exam in biology and chemistry and she's got over 70% in each, which is to me. That's, that's phenomenal. Great. That's great. That is, that is good so far. No, good so far. I am. I'm well, so far, yes. I'll obviously, say, you want say, to do better. I'll but, say, yeah. <laughs> I'll give up praise and say, that's not a bad start. You know, but, you yeah. know, but the thing is, it's understandable. And I am enjoying it because it actually gives me an eye into the educational system. And it gives me an eye into the differences of how I've learned and what was presented to me and what is presented via the media and everybody else that's out there. Yeah. And it's very, it's very interesting because you've got, it's coming from three different sources of my history, sources of what's been represented to the public and sources of what's been taught in education. Yeah. And it is very interesting. It hasn't burnt my brain out yet. And yeah. you never, if you, people, if you have a reason to do something, that what keeps you alive, keeps your brain ticking over. Yeah. 
we're never too old to learn. And the facilities are out there, even if it's... I mean, thankfully, in, in the UK, we have public libraries. They're trying to... They will. Society, if it gets to a point where they start saying... They get the publishers saying, no, 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 we've got to shut these places down. They shouldn't be allowed to give out these books and whatever. And they start taking knowledge away from people, uh, whereas the only place you can find it is within the, your educational system, which then is politicised as much as anything to some degree already. Man, it, it's going to become a really boring world because then they will rewrite your history and you will have pre-pandemic and post-pandemic and it'll all start from there and what a boring few years that was but they've done a lot within it they the the the, the corporate future if it gets its foot in there is not going to be fun and we're worth more than that as a as, as a race we we it, to achieve what we're capable of we have to be allowed to have those free reins free reins to discuss to debate and out of that comes where it's got some of us today and got some of the great thinkers here today that have and with the knowledge that would then be locked down and abused and painted and whatever and kept away until it's made enough money you know and on to the next making of money it is a battle it is a battle and the people need to win this one i mean we are just going, uh, the rhetoric, the boring rhetoric. There was a gentleman a long time ago, never let a good crisis go to waste. That was Winston Churchill, wasn't it? And yeah, it was echoed later by Rahm Emanuel, which was uh, Obama's <laughs> yeah. chief of staff, who later became the mayor of Chicago, who is now one of our ambassadors to Japan, who runs oh, his mouth quite often, I have to be honest. Yeah. But we are lurching from one crisis to the next, and they're just making these crises up and shoving money at them. So many crises in the world, that word crisis is doing my crises is in, <laughs> but the crisis of food, energy, everything could be solved with a minimal amount of money compared to the billions and trillions they're throwing down a dark hole. Well, let's take a look at the uh, the food crisis, shall we? Just a small little snippet here, because take a guess who's going to be behind this one after you hear it. Thank God that Representative Thomas Massey of Kentucky stood up and stopped this before it got started. And thank God it was caught. Kentucky, Mr. Massey, and a member opposed each will control five minutes. The chair recognizes the gentleman from Kentucky. Part of my amendment, which states that none of the funds made available by this act may be used to fund any grant related to any transgenic edible vaccine. Does the term transgenic edible vaccine sound far-fetched? Well, it's not. We're funding it. In fact, scientists from the University of California, Riverside, funded with your taxpayer dollars have been studying whether they can turn edible plants such as lettuce and spinach into mRNA vaccine factories, thereby creating a transgenic edible vaccine. One associate professor at UCR explained that ideally a single plant would produce enough mRNA to vaccinate a single person. We are testing this approach with spinach and lettuce and have long-term goals of people growing it in their own gardens. Farmers could also eventually grow entire fields of it. I don't think this is a good idea. I don't think the American people should be funding this. And I think and I would hope that we've learned something from the COVID experience with SARS-CoV-2, that some of our science projects aren't the best ideas. And with that, I reserve. 
gentleman from Kentucky is recognized. Well, my colleague on the other side of the aisle talks about keeping prices low. I think there's more to it than that for the American people. And he also speaks as if these vaccines, these transgenic edible plant vaccines, are only used for livestock. Well, in fact, they have been used for livestock. I'll get to that in a second. But they're also being used for people. That is the intended outcome of many of these programs that we are funding, funding with money from the USDA. What could possibly go wrong with this research? Well, we found out a few years ago when a biotech company was experimenting growing in corn a vaccine to keep pigs from getting diarrhea. What happened? Well, the next year where the corn was grown, the prior year, the corn came up and it got commingled with soybeans that were being grown there. It contaminated 500 bushels of soybeans, which were then commingled with 500,000 bushels of soybeans. And those all had to be recalled and destroyed. Luckily, they caught it. Do we want humans eating vaccines that were grown in corn meant to stop pigs from getting diarrhea? I don't think we want that to happen. Yet that almost happened, and it could happen. There's another case where the pollen cross-contaminated another crop of corn, and 155 acres of corn had to be burned. What are the, what are the cases where we're not discovering this? I think it's dangerous to play God with our food. I think we need a safe food supply. And this is about food safety. Ultimately, the people in this country need to know what's in their food. And if we start contaminating the DNA of our food with DNA from other animals or viruses, the pollen could spread, and we don't know what could happen. And I would hope we've learned a lesson from the Wuhan lab that sometimes things escape. Sometimes things don't go as you plan. And so that's why I think it's a bad idea to fund transgenic edible plant vaccine research from the USDA. I urge adoption of my amendment and I yield back the balance of my time. And God. thank God it was shot down. But you can see what they're doing. The point is, I mean, <laughs> he refers to Wuhan and yet there was a letter that came out before December 2019 from the WHO that did say there's going to be a release accidentally or deliberately of a pandemic scale pathogen. And they released that letter. And mm -hmm. uh, oh, guess what? It happened. Well, it's it's interesting you say that because the um, there's this place called the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Have you heard of it? Yes, it's still you operating. Have? It is still operating at full capacity because yeah. they sent uh, the, the British scientist there, Peter, Peter Dozak there, the EcoHealth Alliance, you know, the one that Fauci shoveled all that money to from Gates. Yes. Um, yeah, that one. Mr. Denier. Yeah. The WHO appointed him to lead up the investigation into the Wuhan lab. They got there and they got to the front door and they said, well, no, sorry, we can't let you in. And then they said, OK, well, wh then what did you do? And he says, well, what could we do? We laughed. Mm. So anyway, the Wuhan side issue, I'm sure the Wuhan Institute of Virology has warned the world to prepare for another COVID-19 pandemic. That was two days ago. That's interesting, isn't it? What, what did we speak about the other day? Who holds 280 plus um, variants of COVID? That would be the Wuhan Institute of Virology. <laughs> they've, they've actually got it in China. They've actually got it in China. It's actually on a business records. And it's, 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 how, it's, how can anybody like this? I'm sorry. This is just like common sense. How can you not see that this is biological warfare? How can you not see this? I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying in general. How can people? Well, not yeah, I know. I know. We speak to that as as a people. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know you weren't directing that at me. How can you not? See, how can people? Not, people can see it. The question is, 
why aren't you saying something about it? Why aren't you standing up? Why aren't you debating it, talking about it openly? I think we've got several levels of the population that have been pushed in so many different directions, especially the youngsters that the generations that would speak about, but they're they're so busy with this gender dysphoria stuff and this, you know, whether they're pushing them into looting and everything else, they they are keeping those youngsters in several different fanatical directions to keep them suppressed. Then you've got the top end, which actually I have heard so many older people talk about whether it's your electric cars, whether it's the COVID thing. And what do they say? I'm so glad I'm not going to be there for long. And that's the top edge gone. Yeah. That's the bottom edge occupied. And that leaves the middle mass to cope with it all. And a lot of them are too busy getting on with their lives. You know, they haven't got the time for this. Well, I'm sorry, people. Your time gets cut short the more this crap that hits you from left, right, and center. And it's, yeah, so... (laughs) Well, anyway, that's a new tidbit for you to look into. Transgenic edible vaccines, because that's... And Gates was actually... I I remember uh, about a year ago, I was reading something about how Gates and his foundation, they were actually tied into this uh, lettuce and spinach thing that they wanted to do. Through his foundation, 50 million turned into 500 million with his vaccine company. He said it was going to. Yeah, yeah. And he made that. He turned 50 million into that. This philanthropist, then he made all different countries pay for this vaccine and denied some people having it as well. So this philanthropist, actually, what's an anagram of Gates? A stage. The world stage? Yeah, uh, Mr. Mr. Gates, Mr. Stage, Mr. Stand up and make a mint out of people and get you to pay for it, get you to pay for the research, get you to buy it, get you to suffer from it, and I'll move on to the next stage of what I'm going to do. And then he's, they're saying that he's backing off from this climate narrative, but no, that's just a sidestep, just because a lot of people are giving it yada, 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 yada. Remember, he wrote a book of how to avoid a climate disaster, you know? And the people he bought did, that yes. one as well. But, uh, I mean, it, it's all there. It's, he's, he's, I'm so tired of supporting these toys built by wizened old boys. And those two are wizened old boys, as far it's, as in my book. He's, he's sitting yeah. there with his dear friend. You see that? He's sitting there with his dear friend in China. Yes. Xi Jinping? Yep. That just sounds like a really bad case of wind, tell you, you know. But they're horrible. They deserve each other. Yeah. They do deserve each other. They're in good company. And this is what we tried to reiterate. The letters between his companies, his foundations, and China actually envisage, and it's out there for you to read, that they have an idea and they could go together and change the world to what they want it to be. And, yeah, their faces as much as anything else. Because as much as he's the head of China or seen as the head of China, it wouldn't take much to bring him down. His party party put him there, Xi Jinping, and his party can bring him down. He is today's face. Gates is a face. 
Xi is um, he's making some moves right now. I don't know if you if you heard about this, but there's um, there's a large military purge going on, and Xi's responsible for it. And he's supposedly this is I, and again I don't know this is being reported out of the Epic Times I believe uh, and NTD out of uh, Taiwan uh, and they're they've been saying that he's angered a lot of party people. party members yes yeah a I lot mentioned of the, that the, the top other day. End, a lot of the top end yeah. parties. The man that actually put him where he is now took him to the side and had words with him. And so we've got to wait and see where the moves go. China always has its purges and then they just move ahead again and there's a new face. Yeah. Whether it's within the industries, whether it's within the political system, you have movers and shakers. Well, I was telling you in prep, the uh, the head of the Evergrande was uh, was arrested today on um, suspicion of crimes. That yeah, was what he was charged with. Well, we will find out later what that is. There'll be a list, and, it'll and be he confirmed. will be guilty. He will be guilty. He, he will be guilty, but he will enable somebody in the world to have some organs. I'm mm-hmm. sure China will, and I'm sure the Evergrande pass will him have on a, in pieces. Uh-huh. And I'm sure the Evergrande will have another CEO very quickly. Or. It'll change its name at least. Yes, they'll they'll absorb it and change it into something else. Yeah. Yeah. So they can put it on their market and sell all those empty yeah. cities or well, I th- honestly I think to that, invest in them. I actually think that's coming to an end. <laughs> I don't think they can sustain that anymore. Well, yeah, but they've come up with about. some idea. I mean, they went through the mountain of bikes. They've gone through the ghost cities. They've gone through the cars. fields of electric cars. Uh, solar panels. It's a bit they're, of a dumping ground, those. really. Yeah, they're lacking the solar panels. Those are supposed to be somewhere. I haven't seen those yet. And windmills. They haven't done the windmill scheme yet. So maybe we'll find endless fields of those somewhere. No, they're not into that. They're into hydroelectric power, China. Oh, you mean petrochemicals and, and things and, and building dams and, yeah. and building nuclear plants? You mean things that actually work? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. While while the rest of the world is told it's a, it's pointless. Yes. <laughs> it's just... Oh, it, it, oh, it, you it, said something it, it, about... It's so transparent. It's just... Yeah, you said dumb. something uh, a couple of weeks ago um, <laughs> about Did Gates I? and those trees... Yeah, the, oh, the trees. He, yeah, he wants to bury them. <laughs> yeah, well, he's he's got a different view apparently on on trees, right? You're going to love this, and I, I'm I'm anxious to hear your critique of of what uh, dear old Bill has to say here about trees. I don't use some of the uh, less proven uh, approaches, such as uh, I don't plant trees. Uh. A lot, there's a lot of people who are very enamored with trees. We've got trees on this stage. Some people would even say that if you just planted enough trees, it could take care of the climate issue altogether. And that's complete nonsense. Okay. <laughs> I mean, are we the science people or are we the idiots? I, which one do we want to be? You're an idiot. Uh, <laughs> Are he we the science idiot. people or are we idiots? That, that's just well, ludicrous thinking sci- the trees. There's nothing scientific about him. Everything that's been created has not been created by him. He's the money man. He's the foundation man. He is a git. Somebody wants to actually say, ask him, do you actually understand anything about this planet? They can't ask him that. They're not allowed to. Everything you see with this guy is, no, you can't. Everything you see with this guy, it's always scripted. Everything's a softball question, you know, a low ball, slow pitch game. That's all it is. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a non-political short, yes, sometime in the next couple of days, if you'll allow me. Yes, of course. And it'll be on what advantages, you've just made my mind up, on what we have actually benefited from ideas from nature. Okay. All right. I'm interested in that. That sounds good. Just a non-political one, just to see 
what I can come up with in a day or two, and hopefully it'll be interesting and not too boring. That's but, fine. I'll give you Wednesday. You, Wednesday's your day. Well, that'll be. Thank you. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'm gonna I'll, I'll put a format together, and I'll, what I'll try and do is also use now I've got from different sources, whether it's the education system, that see what our, our children are being fed, see what they're learning, and what's being put out to them, and hopefully it won't be too much of a political platform because it's got to be a non-political one and we'll, uh, and yeah i want to see what they're learning about the, the the climate and what benefits man has made from it because everything in this world relies on each other to some degree or another otherwise it wouldn't have been able to coexist and that's what people don't get they pick from they cherry pick these ideas from whatever but to actually understand it all we have to continue what was started a long time ago. And yeah, the, the, I'm a great believer that for us to, we, we grow with the planet. The sun we've got will eventually turn into a red giant and that's a long time to come and it will consume the earth as it grows and everything else. But that time scale gives us a hell of a lot of time to grow with and learn and go into the solar system and get out and go further. Otherwise, it's pointless. And those people are making it pointless. They are frightened to get off this earth. They want to control everything. In fact, self-destructive to the point, this eugenics and you can have your suicide button and it's just getting a bit much. They're not awful. They need, they, need, they need getting rid of. They really do because that is like that guy in the shop says. To have a positive outcome, you've got to not give in and you've got to go forward. Otherwise, there's no point to anything. There is no point to everything. But Gates, yeah. I never, I never realized until this moment that was an anagram was stage. Oh, I've had enough of him. We can go ahead and start to uh, to close out here. What do you have that you want to end on? I don't know. Positive thing. There's so much, so much that I, I really, I really need to say. But um, what was you had that? I didn't actually comment on that chap from Kentucky that you put up from the Republican Party that had to say about obviously these genetically altered oh, yeah, Thomas stuff. Yeah. That is something you have to really be aware of. Look, people, if you want to see how scary something can get, and our corporations have I've spoken out in the in the past, look into GMO, right? That's your genetic organisms such as your crops, such as your herbicides that they need and everything else. And go look at the history of Argentina from the 90s to today and just research it and you will see how affected the farmers, the children and many generations to come are being uh, the effect that is it's had on the children and the deformities and it is just i'll leave it there go out there it's worth it and it will change your ideas on things he's right the biggest problem with genetics is that if you get a genetic change you don't go back from it you don't go back from it it's a change within your system and this has happened if anybody a science if you look into science and the scientists actually could get your genetic line out of the human race and the history of it all there have been very few retroviral changes in history down to about five to eight percent which have done massive changes within our history and this is what they're playing with this is retroviral genetics and they can make a massive change and they haven't got a clue I and mean, if it runs runs right like really 
they've already let it loose over the last three or four years. And the outcome is still unknown and the fallout is happening and it's very harmful. And it's got to stop. It has to stop because it is to the detriment of... And if they think they can escape, it is a Pandora's box. It is definitely a Pandora's box. And it is an unknown. And if they think they know everything, they got it wrong. They've got well, it wrong. It's been a great conversation. I guess uh, we'll be seeing you on Wednesday. Yeah, it's a dark one. I'm sorry, people. Chin up. Tell yourself a joke a, or I think something. we had a good conversation. We laughed a little bit. It wasn't really? all bad. <laughs> but, oh, man. It's a maniacal well, laugh. <laughs> in the future, in the future, we're actually going to run with your uh, uh, your overtime idea. But in the future, whenever we end and we sit around for about an hour or so afterwards, we're just going to do that, and it'll be uh, subscriber exclusive. So, yeah, well, that, that's right because as much as you get the pre-talk, which is sort of just a, a chat, you haven't seen each other for a while, and you get over things, and then you actually do the show, and it's not for. I said, call it a show. It's a podcast. It's to get stuff out there. We never get it all out there. And then after it, you give it. I'm meant to say this. <laughs> I'm meant to well, say in the that. future, you're going to be able just, to do that. So yeah, there's half a dozen things that I still didn't manage to get out there, and yeah. it's always going to be that way. When Bruce and I did ours the other day, we spent probably uh, 30 minutes prepping before. 30 to 45 minutes prepping before and then when we actually started right after that we did the prep session when we started we got to absolutely nothing that we had lined up it went completely the other way, the other way so yeah anyhow oh, that's that's fine they're, they're, they're the best ones but it's still information and it's still honest talk it is yeah we're going to go ahead and call this one done it's been an absolute pleasure my friend we'll see you later on in the week thank you for being here today thank you to all of the listeners god bless everyone and have a great evening good night all.